You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is After Buzz TV's WWE Main Event After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's WWE Main Event After Show. What is up, everybody? Welcome to AfterBuzz. We are brought to you by Bing. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another WWE Main Event After Show for you. Welcome, everybody. I am professional wrestling's voice of choice, Christian Rosenberg, with the music of the shield in the background, the powerful and mighty shield. But as always, I'm not going to talk about the shield by myself. I got two <laughs> fantastic co-hosts, co-hosts by my side. I got Mr. Cameron Cash. How are you, sir? What's up, my sexy people? It's Cameron Cash, ready to give you some goodness. Oh, gracious. he's calling everyone sexy already. I love it. And Miss Card Decay, our champ, she brought her title with I her. I had to bring my title. It is going on the line this Sunday at Extreme Rules. More on that a little later. We're going to have our Extreme Rules predictions in just a bit. But we have a completely stacked show today. We mm-hmm. had three main event matches, the recaps of it, and we have to predict our nine Extreme Rules matches that are happening this Sunday. So we're getting right in the thick of things. Um, this is main event for the week of May 15th, hailing from Wichita, Kansas. And we start things off with one half of the tag team champions, none other than the big red monster Kane, making his way to the ring. And as he's heading to the ring, we find out there's no JBL on commentary. Oh, dang. Miz is back from filming his movie. He made his return on Raw. So now he's back to commentating on main event. You guys are <sighs> too happy about that. I love JBL on commentary. No, he's excellent. JBL is great. But I'm okay with Miz, too. I don't really feel the Miz. I just don't do it. I just don't. I like I like the Miz's performer. I'm just not feeling him as a commentator. Not when you're an active wrestler. I think I've talked about that before yeah. in the show. Yeah, we, yeah. we've mentioned this a, a few times. Yeah. But so, <laughs> but Miz claims that he's back to make main event awesome again. So apparently, since the Miz wasn't there, main event hasn't been awesome. Uh, the last couple weeks, though, well, we thought have been awesome. Yeah. And I thought today, again, even though we had three matches, they weren't up to the physical match weren't up to par as previous weeks. We still got a lot out of main event, and I was happy with that. Um, now, yeah. oh, go ahead. Well, some people on the chat were actually saying that uh, main event this week was better than this week's Raw. I wouldn't take it that far. Um, they're neck and neck because this week's Raw was... Um, mm-hmm. and, and the guys on Raw After Buzz, I mean, they, they are in agreement. They did not think it was a good go-home show heading into Extreme Rules. Oh, yeah. So, I that's, that's what I heard, too. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, they really got to bring things home for this pay-per-view. We'll see what happens with SmackDown on Friday. But, yeah, so Kane is in the ring, and he's taken on one-third of The Shield. That's why we had their music playing at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, none other than Seth Rollins. Now, there was no Daniel Bryan at ringside. Uh, the commentators were acknowledging that Dan O'Brien had a prior commitment yep. 
during main event uh, today. Now, because you know, a lot of times the wrestlers they have special events that they attend, radio interviews, make a wish, charity events. So you know, Miz was commenting on that, and apparently. During main event today, Daniel Bryan, maybe he won't be at SmackDown either since they're taped the same day. Daniel Bryan was not there, so Kane was there by himself. However, Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns were there. So already, before this match starts, you got Seth Rollins in the ring and you got Ambrose and Reigns like stalking their prey around ringside. <laughs> I like that, stalking their prey. Well, that's what they are. They're yeah. predators. They're, they're, they're three-man powerful, cohesive team. The opposite of 3MB is what the Shield is. <laughs> I don't know. The Shield reminds me of uh, back when Edge and Christian would come out from the Raptors, a.k.a. the crowd. It just... Uh, I don't understand why they never use the entranceway. It's got to be more convenient to come off the ramp than always through the crowd. I well, think it's cool that they come through the crowd. Well, of course it'd be more convenient because you don't have to deal with like the, the fear of tripping down the steps. But I think as long as they're doing this, you know, one day they're going to uh, dissemble the shield. One day, whenever yeah. that may be. I don't think they start going down the ramp until that happens and they all go their separate ways. About, well, what do you think? Do you like them coming down through the I audience? I enjoy it. I, I th- do too. I think it's a little, I think it's a little different because it's someone we haven't seen in a while. And the fact that they've been this consistent with it. And the fact that they enter and leave. Um, they never go up the ramp, period. Which I think is great. So the match gets started. Kane in control early on. Nails a big boot. Almost looks like he knocked Seth Rollins out within like the mm-hmm. first minute of the match. You know, that was a pretty scary boot. I thought I was seeing some Bret Hart Goldberg stuff from Starcade. You know, wow. Like, bring, it up, <laughs> bring it up the way Bret Hart had to unfortunately end his wrestling career. Hey, it was from a big boot. So it, it was. It's a very, uh, that, sometimes I think that move should be banned like the pile driver. Yeah. And, and one thing that, that I did. It did really dawn on me during this match. So we've seen Ambrose in singles action. We've seen Rollins a couple times in singles action. We have yet to see Roman Reigns in a one-on-one match. That's I, true. I don't know if that's because they're they're not sure whether or not he can carry a match by himself yet. Because the little bits and pieces that he's in the ring during those tag matches, he looks outstanding. Mm-hmm. He did this, um, and the Raw guys were complimenting it on Raw, where he did this huge like Superman-style punch. Um, in, in his match on Raw, which looked fantastic. He's just got... I mean, he's he's the new Batista. Well, I see eye to eye with you there. I, For me, he's my favorite S.H.I.E.L.D. member. Oh, I was going to say your favorite. I'm going to tell Cesaro. No, but. no. Cesaro <laughs> is mine. Period. Wow. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. That's a whole um, different Cameron's story. Cameron's got a perplexed look on his face when I said Roman Reigns is kind of like Batista. I hope not. I was never, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was never a big fan of uh, Batista. You know, uh... He was a pretty solid main eventer, but uh, I've had enough Goldbergs uh, for a while. Like, just give me a breather, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, well, Kane, continue, Kane continues to dominate in the early going, including back body dropping Seth Rollins over the top rope and onto Roman Reigns. And there we go to a, a commercial. And we come back, and Kane is going for a chokeslam, but... Rollins gets out of it and hits an enziguri, finally starting to gain some control. It's actually a really funny part of this match. He's starting to pound Kane in the turnbuckle, mm-hmm. and referee Mike Yoda is coming in, you know, like to separate them like, like you normally would if you're in the corner. You got to the count of five, and then the referee tries to break you apart. Well, as he broke Rollins apart, 
Rollins appeared to lose his balance and fall. So it almost <laughs> looked like the referee knocked down Seth Rollins, which I, I found kind of amusing. Uh, but then obviously Rollins just hops right back up and, yeah. get, and went right back to it. Um, Kane f- starts fighting back, hits a couple clotheslines. Actually, one clothesline turns Seth Rollins inside out and then hits his vintage sidewalk slam, but only for a two count. And honestly, though, as this match is going on, the only thing that's really that's really entertaining me is the few times where the camera is catching Dean Ambrose and his facial expressions. Because that guy, even if he's just on the outside, not a part of the match, seems to steal the match uh, to me. Just like he just, like the looks of whether it's being psycho, uh, concern, jubilant, or whatever it is. He's just so over the top with it that I find him incredibly entertaining. And even in this match that he wasn't involved in, I was like, when's the camera going to Dean Ambrose? I totally agree with you, man. Totally. I mean, this Dean Ambrose guy, it's almost like he's got some of that uh, that Joker from uh, The Dark Knight kind of like psycho psychology, you know? Uh, I could just totally see him like uh, doing something crazy if uh, he was outside of the ring. So, I see it. And we even get a little bit of eye contact because Kane goes up for his top rope clothesline, but Ambrose and Reigns slowly start, again, kind of stalking, kind of surrounding Kane, and it distracts him. Rollins kicks him, and he falls off the top rope, down onto the floor. We get a little shot of Ambrose, and then we go to another commercial break from there. We come back, and Rollins continues an onslaught, including hitting a nice flatliner into the middle turnbuckle which looked pretty good. I don't recall seeing Seth Rollins use that move before, and I thought it looked pretty good against a big man. But then Kane starts fighting back and then eventually does hit his jumping clothesline. He signals for the choke slam, but Rollins breaks out of it, and there was this nice little sequence mm-hmm. here at the end where Kane lifted him up for the choke slam, but Rollins broke out of it, flipped him over into a sunset flip, and then tried to pin him, and then Kane caught him by the throat again and then picked him up Pushed him into Roman Reigns. Yeah. One more time with a throat. Choke slam them. Goes for the cover. One, two. Ambrose comes in, starts attacking Kane. The bell sounds. This match ends in a disqualification. And the shield just start beating down Kane. Mm-hmm. Starts setting up for that triple power bomb until who comes to save the day? It's Daniel Bryan back from his prior commitment. Not it's John really. Cena coming out. No. It's Sheamus coming out. No, it is when I say ooze, you say oh, ooze. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was actually even a little better than last week, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> so the Usos, of all people, come out to make the save and fight off the shield with Kane. And uh, Michael Cole is talking about the shield have had, uh, you know, a history with, with the, sh- the, or the Usos have had a history with the shield. They wrestled once and the yeah, shield beat them kind of while they have this long standing history going. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, so the sh- uh, Kane plus the Usos chase off the shield at the end where Kane technically gets the victory by disqualification, what do we think of this opening match? The first of three matches tonight on main event. Go or you go first, girl. Okay. Go, girl. All right, boys. <laughs> I think. Are you, am I star rating this? Because, sure. Mm, I'll give it two and a half stars. It was a decent match, but I wasn't too captivated by it. That's it. I'm sorry. Meh. Nah, that's right. Because I'm saving all the voice for him. Here, you, there you go. Go for it. 
You guys see this look on my face? <laughs> you look like you're about to pass out. <laughs> looks, you no, know, it's, the, it's the look of sadness. The look of uh, pain. A lot of pain, people. A lot of pain. I wasn't what? painful. Why? I, I couldn't handle this match. It was horrible. Whoa. I mean, it was it was horrendous. I mean, I, I love Kane. You know, Kane's been the big red machine, the big red monster, the big red uh, bubble of boo boo uh, I don't remember that one. Yeah, well, I just made it up. <laughs> I mean, look, you know, my homeboy Aristotle, he once said, what lies in our power to do lies in our power not to do. And I think this is Kane's mentality right now. He needs to change it up a little. He needs to add something to his move set. Let's see a different move than a knee from the top rope. You know, let's let's see something different from a choke slam. I've seen it maybe I over a hundred times. He's just been around a long time. And I mean, I'm, I'm not tired of his moves. I mean, then then you should say like, if you want him to change his finishing move, then you say, well, Cena should change his finishing move. Then The Rock should change his finishing move. Then CM Punk should. Well, change I didn't his say move. change his finishing move. I didn't even say change your moves. I'm saying add to your moves. You know, mm-hmm. add mm-hmm. add something new. Give me some flavor. You know, Jericho when he came back, he added uh, he added the, the code, code breaker. The code he did breaker. add the code breaker. You know, and that that goes back to what I was saying last week about bounce. You know, it's about you know. Staying, you know, uh, creative. Uh, you just can't keep doing the same thing for this long. I mean, I've been seeing Kane since 98 when he came out in Bad Blood, Hell in a Cell. So, yeah, if you were to give my match rating for this, I would give it a uh, one star. Wow. Um, I think I'm on the same um, pace as Corey. I'm giving it two and a half. She, she has a big grin on her face that I agree with her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's like, oh, my God, he agrees he with me. Agrees. Yay. Okay. Um, the match could have been a little more entertaining, but I thought there were some fun sequences. I'm I was cool with the amount of time they gave it because they were helping really build up their tag match that we're going to go over later uh-huh. on. Um, but you know, maybe I I really enjoy Seth Rollins. His mic work's getting better. His in ring work is is great. Yeah. It's just you know it's those. It's those little things. It's those little facial expressions, things like that, where you don't have them as much on Rollins as you do on Ambrose and Reigns. So, you know, like, add a little more of that. You know, Rollins is, like, the least heelish of the three, if that makes sense. So, I mean, there's hmm. just, you know, this is me nitpicking, because I do love all three of them in the Shield, and I and I really enjoy Seth Rollins' in-ring ability. But, you know, so I'll give it two and a half. It was, it was decent. It could have been better, but I like some sequences. How how'd you feel about the Usos as the surprise uh, savers? I thought it was freaktacular. Well, I, I mean, they're, they're trying to move themselves up for being the lowest people on the cart with Pyro. Because all of a sudden, now we... You <laughs> say that every week, I know. Man. I always got to sneak it in there. I want to bang my head to the wall and say it, man. <laughs> well, because well, we found out later on uh, that apparently the Usos are going to take on... Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns this Friday on SmackDown. And I swear, in like, the US has been around for four years. I swear, this is the very first time I've ever seen a graphic of them. <laughs> I, I'm, like, I'm like, where did that, when, when did they make that? Because I don't remember ever seeing it. But, you know, they're getting a, like a primetime match on SmackDown. It's being advertised, so good for them. Uh, you know, I'm glad because they're good. So, and they're a legit tag team, so I'm glad they're actually getting a little bit of time for this match, and we'll see how that goes on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. But 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 you gotta admit, man, seeing them h- come out and help Kane, it was like the Oompa Loompa coming out and uh, helping out Kane. It just it didn't it didn't fit. It didn't fit. No, it didn't fit at all. I agree with you on but that. It's completely. not Oompa Loompa. But 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 can we, can we all agree <laughs> that 
that when we were watching this in the screen room, that that Cameron started to drool a little bit when we got a shot of Michael Cole and Miz, and there was a lady sitting behind him in the front row with tattoos, like, all around her neck and upper chest region. her breastuses. Um, And Cameron was like, pause the video. I want to... No, I'm kidding. (laughs) That is not what happened. Whoa, 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 whoa. Christian, where are we going here? Man, I didn't know we were going to bring this on the air. Look, man. Look. I typed it out to make sure I didn't forget this. Look, look. It's true. Christian's not lying here. You know, it was it was a woman. She had some tattoos on and her chest area. Look, I love I love tattoos on a woman, but the chest area is kind of sacred to me. You know, I, I love it. It's like you know, this great area. But let's just keep it at that. Let's continue All right, the show. Moving on. From there, we get a recap of of Raw uh, finishing up talking about the Shield, where Cena literally defeated the Shield by himself. Technically, yeah, you know, in, individually uh, from Raw, and then and then Ryback came out to um, after after the Shield came back and beat down Cena. Ryback came out and hit um, Cena in the ankle with a steel chair, and I think we had a um, our first tout of the day from a guy from uh, named Team Bring It, where he wanted to he mentioned a little thing about uh, Cena and Ryback and. Particularly because he's kind of considered super. Oh dear God! What the hell? Hello. <laughs> Why? Predictions for Extreme Rules. Triple H <laughs> will win, and John Cena will win because we all know John Cena is Super Cena. Um, what the hell is all that face paint or computerized graphics? Thank you for that tout. Thanks for that tout. I guess. Yeah. Thank you, man. Uh, and I love the fact that. <laughs> I've never seen a more nonchalant monster than that guy. You know, all the hookers were like, yeah, I, think, was a that, I think that John Cena's going to win. That was vampire-esque. And I think that was really? creepy. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, thanks, Team Bring It. Clearly, by the way you look, you're a rock fan. Uh, and the name a rock Team fan? Well, his name is Team Bring It. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, thanks for a time. We got you. got a couple more times a little later. Um, and then from there, we get another recap of Triple H. And Brock Lesnar, like the whole build-up for the match. Now, to give credit, this feud is culminating at Extreme Rules, and it's been going on for over a year. Long time. Yeah. So, I've always been a fan of the long build-ups for feuds. So, even though we haven't been too thrilled at some of the segments with this, and even you know maybe one of the matches, I appreciate the fact that they kept the storyline going for so long. And now we're going to see what happens on Again? Sunday in the steel cage. <laughs> well, it's a rubber match. It's one to one, and we'll yeah. see. We'll see who wins the rubber match, and we, we'll get our predictions in just a few minutes. You have a perplexed look on your face. You just called it a rubber match. It's a rubber match. That's what they call thing. Well, like it's like a tiebreaker. R u b b e r rubber match. Yeah, I've never heard. You never heard that before. A rubber match. If like a series is tied, like like if if we had a best of five series and it was two to two, that last game, that's a rubber match. Because it's like it's like sudden death, winner take all, or whatever. Can I just say though, that guy's look was just still—it's like <laughs> you're still thinking just, of just him. Like did something to my brain. You're gonna have nightmares, aren't you? I, I, I appreciate mean, that that look. I, you appreciate I do. that? Yeah, that creeped me out. That I'm speechless. When do, do people have too much time on their hands now that they're putting uh, face paint on the face? I mean, you cannot attract women like that. Or I mean, hey, what are you, you don't, attracting hey, you don't know. You don't know that. I mean, you were wearing stunner shades last year. Uh, last. 
week, so. Hey, sure. those were shutter shades, and they are <laughs> sexy. Well, hey, if you if you think you can make, make makeup look better than that, you could tout us at Emmy After Buzz, and while you're in the process of doing that, make sure you also go over to iTunes and rate us. Give us a five-star rating, and please leave comments. It only takes a second, and we survive, we grow by you guys watching and listening and telling your friends. And for those of you who listen on iTunes, you have to watch our YouTube video of this so you can see <laughs> how this guy looked. <laughs> and make sure, you know, when you're when you're there also leave, you know, like and leave comments on the YouTube page too. iTunes, YouTube, tout. We do it all here because we're awesome like that. And don't forget the live chat. Cool, we got kind of a shock there. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't forget the live chat. We do folks. have a live chat. We have 12 people right now. Actually, far more. Make that times five. Uh, I was just looking at a different number here. But we got Ryan, we got Chris, we got Watchtower, we got so many people. People, tell us your Extreme Rules predictions and we will talk about it live right now. We, we will, but uh, before, before we get to our predictions, we still got two more matches from main event. And how about the return of Sin Cara? That, about, that sounded like his music. That kind uh, of right. <laughs> without the melody. So Sin Cara makes his return after uh, suffering that concussion shortly mm-hmm. after he beat the then United States champion Antonio Cesaro on main event. Aww. He now makes his return to main event to take on the intercontinental champion Wade Barrett in a non-title match. And really, since Wade Barrett won the title... This is like the second time we've seen him, and it's been like six weeks. We saw it's him like a, a week or two on Raw losing to Sheamus, and now here he is at a non-title match on main event. And what usually happens when a champion's in a non-title match unannounced on TV? They lose. Yes! Yep, 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 yep. Can I just say, though, I was so happy to see Sin Cara because I, I'm a huge fan of these uh, masked wrestlers, the Luchadores. Is he a Luchador? He is a Luchador. Yeah, and, you know, uh, it reminds me of good old Ultimo Dragon. And uh, I was really excited to finally see Sin Cara back after like two months. Well, he you know, came back from, from another injury. The guy's a high risk taker, and for that, he unfortunately gets hurt quite a bit. But he's, he's back in this match, and again, this match, we have a champion in the ring that Sin Cara is wrestling, but we have Sin Cara's dim lights for the match. Mm-hmm. And even Barrett's like looking up and was like, really? We got the lights going for this? What, what's up with that? This match is pretty much all Wade Barrett. Um, punching, kicking, just downright, just beating down Sin Cara. Sin Cara gets a couple, couple moves in, hits a few springboards and a huge springboard drop kick. But then Barrett fires back with a winds of change, and then um, also a nice power bomb into the turnbuckle. Then all of a sudden he goes for another power bomb because Sin Cara is so tiny compared to Wade Barrett. But as he lifts him up, Sin Cara rolls him up and gets the shocking three count out of nowhere. And like we were just saying, Sin Cara defeated a champion in a non-title match, kind of like he did just before he got hurt with Cesaro. And they were going to start setting up Sin Cara versus Cesaro for the United States title then. Are we now going to see him try to set up Sin Cara versus Wade Barrett? Because when Sin Cara was standing on the stage, he was doing the, hey, I'm coming for that title. I know what you're saying. I I felt like there was like a mirroring storyline starting this time with Wade Barrett. And I was just, I didn't like the way Wade Barrett lost. I didn't like it at all. Well, he lost, period. I thought the finish was a little weak. But you Mm. know something, folks? You know something? I was kind of glad that Sin Cara won. Wade Barrett, he's been Intercontinental Champion, uh, what, again? He was Intercontinental Champion for a while before. About six weeks now since he won it again. yeah. But, so, but think about it, he's been out of commission for 
a couple months, and he comes back and wins. Comes back unannounced and beats the Intercontinental yeah. Champion. I just, ugh. But you know something? I'd rather have seen Cara beat the Intercontinental Champion than Wade Barrett at this point. I feel like Wade Barrett, uh, he's had the Intercontinental title long enough, uh, even though he lost it at that one like small uh, time of space. But, but you know, what does yeah. that say for Wade Barrett when he loses like that? It makes him look really bad. That's in my. It, make, it makes a champion look very weak. Yeah, like it, why is he holding this uh, championship if he can't beat him? Well, I'm well, just take the belt from. Good job. Good job there. Yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. I say just take <laughs> the belt from. Take the belt. Give it to Cara, Have him uh, do some backflips, uh, hopping up and down. <laughs> It'll be nice. <laughs> I, I, we, I, we just need to find a way to get that Intercontinental title on Fandango. And if that means Sincara yeah. beat Wade Barrett and then Fandango beat Sincara, fine. But Fandango would be great with the Intercontinental title right now. Oh yeah, that would give it a lot of prestige. Yeah. you just know he's going to put some more because he's got on so much belt. heat. He's got so much heat from the crowd that it will it will work great. But yeah. Um, Quick star rating for this one, even though it really was only a, a, it was a fairly short match. I thought Wade Barrett looked great mm-hmm. for the offense that he put in. It did have the shocking finish, but disappointing finish. I mean, it was it was disappointing. I mean, if they're going to build up Sinkar and Wade Barrett, fine. But then they should have put they should have brought up hey, like you know, say on Raw. They mentioned, hey, Sankara's making his in-ring return mm-hmm. this Wednesday on main event, and he's taking on Wayne Bear. You know, like, give some push behind it to show some support for Sankara. So because there really wasn't much of that, I'm going to give it a two. I will also give it a two. It just felt like Sankara came out of the woodworks and kicked Wayne Barrett's butt. Woodworks? Interesting. <laughs> Are you going to use Rubber that match, woodworks, all these new that? words. <laughs> so we got some rubber and we got some wood. Wow, that sounded Whoa. horrific. <laughs> Moving on back to the TVPG wrestling show, Cameron. Hey, I didn't say anything. You got a, you got a freaking mind, man. I don't know where you're going with that. But hey, uh, we're going to give this a rating. Yeah, give uh, it a rating. Yeah, I totally forgot about this match. You know, as much as I love seeing Cara, and I do want him to win it again on an old title, uh, this match really just didn't impact me that much. Um, I do wish to see them wrestle again in a longer match. And I also do hope to see Sin Cara with the strap. Regardless, I'm going to give this match a one and a half stars. All right. Let it go. Well, now we come back from commercial, and Cody Rhodes is in the ring, and he's taking on the man that Corey correctly called last week, main event's like residential superstar, <laughs> Justin Gabriel. <laughs> and we actually get a nice, as he's heading to the ring, we get like a nice recap of his successful month that he's had. Where he won the Battle Royal about a month ago and then fell short against Wade Bear for the Intercontinental title. And then two weeks ago, it would be Heath Slater one-on-one. And then last week, him and the Usos beat 3MB together. So it's like, oh, they're showing he's been on a little little bit of a hot streak. Nice. Yeah, I think he's a hot streak. Going, sure. You know, going up against Cody Rhodes. And this match is about three and a half minutes long. Uh, a bunch of kicks by Justin Gabriel that keep nailing Cody on the jaw. We have Gabriel's top rope springboard moonsault only gets a two. And then pretty much from there, Cody hits an Alabama slam and then the crossroads, and then Cody wins. Like that. Yeah. Like that's pretty much all the notes that I had on that. Um, Cody hit two moves and won the match, and then has a little stare down with Miz since they're going to be um, randomly wrestling on the pre show this Sunday. You know, I think Corey said it best. It's like this guy is literally living under the ring of main event. As in, you know, he's like camping out, forest fire, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> because fire. this guy literally wears the same tights every single main event. 
Why does that bother you? you What guys, in the blue hell? You guys get so stuck on the outfits of these wrestlers, like Mark, uh, not Mark Henry, Biggie Langston, and now well, Biggie <laughs> Langston on NXT has like regular size, <laughs> regular size tights, and when he's on Raw, he's got like the super like child extra small ones. Yes, guys, when we're Look, watching wrestling, tights, these Corey. guys talk about their outfits all the time. Those Biggie tights, Corey. It's, it's like his, his it stuff. Is he's, you yes. know, he's, uh, he's, you know, he's in front of my face. I, I can't handle it. But look, and I mean that in a straight way. That sounded horrible. <laughs> But yeah, not that there's anything wrong with that. But look, Corey, I want to know, how are you going to redesign Justin Gabriel's trunks? His whole outfit. How would you do it? Jeez. I don't know. I, I like it the way it is. Maybe change color. Okay. Simple enough. Uh, But didn't you tell me? Blue. Didn't you tell me? You should ask the guys who do uh, the well, AfterBuzz Fashion Star show that. Question. I would say cut his hair because I like men with short hair. See, that's something I don't understand because I've always wanted to grow long hair. The ability to to uh, th- hit it back and forth like that, like headbangs. I'm getting a weird mental image of you with long hair right now. Hey man, I would <laughs> love, hair? dude. You can rock a mullet, Cameron. <laughs> you can rock love, a mullet. I would love to have the Fabio hair because the oh, truth of the dear. matter is this, people. <laughs> Cameron Cash cannot grow long hair. I can only grow a damn afro, and it drives me crazy. It only goes up and never goes down. You poor guy. It's a genetic shame. I feel bad. Do people in the chat world feel bad for you? No, uh, no. There's okay. just some Iron Sheik is back. He's going <laughs> yeah, <crazy. laughs> Sheiky baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so quick star rating on that match, and then we're gonna uh, move on from that. This, uh, this was super short. This was pointless. They built up Justin Gabriel, showing like the vignette of his streak, and then he loses in three minutes. This is a one star for me. I can't. Wow. I thought this was awful. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, I, I knew it was going to be a short match because they came in at 10 minutes left of the show. Justin Gabriel, I, I'm kind of wondering what they're trying to do with him. Um, but I would, give it, I would give it two and a half, actually. The same as the first match. Two and a half, Corey. I don't know how you do Cameron? it. Cameron? I don't know how you do it. <laughs> people, 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 people. <laughs> I'm going to have to give this match a one-fourth star. Oh my god! I thought wow. we were gonna make, I thought we were gonna make it without those four stars. We were so close. We were so close. A one fourth a star. You know, I've never given such low ratings. You've given Actually, it once before. I think you. Yeah, have. I have. I don't remember what was the match, but you've given it once before. You're right. You're right. I don't remember. But what, uh, no. nothing ever lower than one fourth. Well, actually, you never no, given a zero. Oh, I think I have actually. Have you? Yeah, I have. Eh, yeah, who knows? Have. We'll have to we'll have to go to the main event archives to find out about that. But yeah, I wasn't really. Uh, I already forgot about the match. Right. Well, well, that being said, that that wraps up main event i know we're wrapping this up a little quicker than normal because we, like we said we have a lot to cover today we actually have a little bit of news and gossip to talk about too before the prediction we even get the news and gossip music so so one thing that uh, we just recently found out might have came out today or yesterday um the cw announced their their uh lineup for the fall for their saturday mornings and there is no more saturday morning slam They stop. To, normally, Saturday Morning Slam be, f, is filmed before main event, and then fall, and then main event, and then SmackDown. And the last several weeks, they have not been taping any Saturday Morning Slam things, and now we really know why. Now, who knows? It might get moved to a different network, maybe in the I, future. But right now, Saturday Morning Slam is done. I hope that it does get moved because. I think about what's going to happen to the next slew of the young kids' generation, how they get into wrestling, and then they 
grow into all the other shows. That's true. I, I, grew, I grew up in the restaurant by watching superstars on Saturday mornings yeah, when, that's, I, when that's, I was little. When I was a kid, it was Saturday morning wrestling. So. Yeah. I say hallelujah. What? <laughs> Man, You nobody, always disagree with everything that we say. Nobody was watching Saturday morning slam. Even my grandma was falling asleep during Saturday morning mm. slam. She's like, give me my extras rest. I'm give glad. What? I'm, I'm give her happy. what? Give her some of my extra rest. Extra rest. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense when I repeat. No, no, it doesn't. It <laughs> yeah. doesn't. But she wanted some extra sleep, is what I'm right. saying. And then, and then the other interesting bit of news: WWE.com reported a rumor going around that Paul Heyman might be scouting for a third client to go along with CM Punk and Brock Lesnar. They actually even interviewed a couple uh, superstars as to, you know, like, hey, if Paul Heyman approached you, would that be something you're interested in? And considering you had Kofi Kingston saying you have to be interested in something mm-hmm. like that, then you had the Usos mentioning it too. Um, quick quick thoughts on that. Do you think there will be a third client? And if so, who? Jeez. Gar, you go first, girl. Cesaro? <laughs> Cesaro would make a lot of sense. I mean... It would make a lot of sense because of his talent and... A lot of people compare the way Cesaro's being treated right now to how CM Punk was treated when he first came in. Well, there's a lot of different comparisons for Cesaro lately, so we'll see. Guys, I heard there was some rumor going on about people talking about Kofi being the guy. I hope not. I hope it's Antonio Cesaro. It is a travesty, and we're going to talk about Extreme Rules predictions right after this, but it's a travesty this man has not been booked for Extreme Rules. Utter travesty. And oh my God, folks. I just had some telekinesis telepathy. Uh, <laughs> you better believe it. Better believe it. I just had a voice in my head. Shocking. That, that some people at WWE think that Cesaro is boring? Well, Excuse me. That is ridiculous. Ridiculous. You know, there was once a study done about rabbits. What is that? Okay. Then can we just leave it at that? Where is There was one study done about rabbits. Period. Where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> can I say who I think Haven's going to represent? Yes. Am I able to do that? I, 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 uh, go. Go ahead. <laughs> so, I think, I think a few weeks ago, I mentioned that it's sounding great that the WWE appears to be listening to us as far as what yeah. we're talking about main event and things like that. And what did I suggest a few weeks ago? That Paul Heyman should represent Ryback. And it's going to kind of fall into my predictions a little later. But I think Ryback would make perfect sense to have someone aligned with Brock Lesnar. Please. I kind of like that idea. Don't I'm still it. rooting for Cesaro. Don't do it. We'll see. Please. Yeah, we but see. speaking of predictions, it is time... We got Extreme Rules this Sunday night, live on pay-per-view. And for those of you watching and listening, we will have an after buzz for that pay-per-view immediately following it. Um, we don't really know exactly who's going to be on the panel. It might be the Raw crew, might be us, might be a combination, maybe some guys from SmackDown. But we are going to have an after buzz for Extreme Rules. So make sure you tune in Sunday night after the pay-per-view to check it out. But yeah, so... We got we got some predictions because that five ounces of plastic and Velcro is on the line because Corey was successful at WrestleMania. But it's yeah, we even got some flashing lights and everything. I still for the haven't cashed in, and it's my last. It's for this time because I'm still going to win. But 
Ah, at least you're modest. I think. Anyway, yeah. I will so, we got nine matches matches to predict. I have a pen. I'm going to write stuff down. I have a pen too. Hey, we got pens. I might not write stuff down. Well, I will. <laughs> and so, whoever is correct, um, whoever is correct in these predictions, we have a couple touts of some of the predictions a little later on um, with with some of those matches, and um, and we're going to show all those. To you as well, or you know, uh, Marissa, whatever's easier for you. If you want to show the touts now, or when we talk about those matches, whatever, whatever works for you. Whenever works for you. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the heads up when we get to those touts. All right. Cool. So let's start off with our pre-show match, which is how main event ended, which is Cody Rhodes versus the returning Miz. Um, again, a main event. This was really the first singles match that Cody Rhodes has won in months. Um, now that like, he separated. Kind of separated again from Damian Sandow. Who knows? They're BFFs. Maybe they'll come back. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Did you just say BFF? BFFs. They're best friends forever. Oh, that's what it means. Okay. You're learning a lot of new words today. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm going to quiz you at the end with all these new terms. So and now wood. it's BFF, rubber, and Rubber wood. match and the woodwork. <laughs> oh, woodwork. <laughs> so, so Miz made his return after filming, and now he's starting to try to build his way back up. Cody Rose versus The Miz. I see this is a no-brainer. Miz is winning this match. Talk for a score before I explode. Oh. <laughs> before he explodes. I'm going to be quiet till he explodes. <laughs> no, okay. Miz. Done. Yeah, that was simple. Why? <laughs> Why is Miz on the pre-show? I'm starting to feel for this guy. You know, I normally don't like Miz, but I'm starting to feel for this guy. You know, when I talk about the rabbits, I'm going to talk about, about, about it now. When you don't feed rabbits good food, this is what happens. When you got, it's like the equivalent of booking crappy matches. That's the way. That was the analogy. Okay, you got to give them good food, otherwise they're gonna die. Well, Miz okay? just came back on Raw. They had no time to build up anything, so he shouldn't have a pay per view match. Exactly. So don't even put him on the pre-show because it just it puts Cesaro on the pre-show. That makes more sense. But to put him on the pre-show degrades Miz because he's already what he was the world heavyweight champion not too long ago. Mm-hmm. You just can't do that. Well, and we were talking in the back earlier about you know this is a stacked pay-per-view, but again Cesaro is not on it. Damian Sandow is not on mm-hmm. it. Um, who else was not? There was another guy that we were talking about that's not on Barrett? it. Barrett. Barrett is not on it. Thank you. Yeah. 3MB is not on it. Come on. That's eh. okay. No. <laughs> Nobody cares about 3 megabytes. <laughs> That's all right. But anyway, um, Cam- Cameron, who, who are you taking, Miz or Cody? Oh, totally forgot, man. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to give it to. Uh, I'm going to give it to the Miz. Miz. All right. So we all pick Miz on that one. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. Uh, the next match I have written down is for the United States Championship. As Kofi Kingston defends the title against the Shields' Dean Ambrose. Uh. Now this match. This match is going to be a fun match. I'm going to, I, if they give it, they got to give this match at least 12 minutes, if not more. At least 12 minutes. It better be 22 minutes. Dude, they there's gotta, eight matches on the card. They got to mm-hmm. give this one time. I quit matches have historically been some of my favorite matches. This isn't an I quit match. There's a regular United States title match, Kofi and Dean Ambrose. Oh, I thought we were talking about Alberto De Rio and Swagger. No, I said Kofi and Dean Ambrose. You did say Kofi. Oh, sorry. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get is, to that match in a little bit. Sorry, my list is in a different order than yours. That's no, no, no worries. Here. So <laughs> Kofi and Dean Ambrose, I, th- I think because a lot of people are saying this is the night where the Shield is going to get lots and lots of gold. and That's what I think. And I think they're going to get gold. 
but not here, hmm. at least tonight. I say Kofi wins by DQ, by interference of the Shield, because he's getting ready to pin Ambrose. So I'm I'm technically picking Kofi to win this match. May I apologize for my confusion? I originally thought you were talking about Del Rio and Swagger. No worries. Um, actually, I hope this match doesn't even get more than 12 minutes, to be honest with you. Uh... I just hope it really gives uh, Dean Ambrose a chance to show his craziness, his uh, crazy psycho. Uh... I, well, I really think it will, and I and and hopefully, if they give it enough time to do that, um, then I, I I think the two of them can put on a fantastic mm-hmm. match. But yeah, so I I'm saying Kofi by DQ. So technically, Kofi wins. I'm uh, saying Ambrose clean win. Amber, and what about you, Kaori? I say the Shield is going to. Strike gold. All right. So you're also picking Dean Ambrose. Yes. So when Kofi wins, I'm going to laugh at you, too. Uh, <laughs> or when Kofi loses, I will laugh at you. All right, whatever. <laughs> now, next next one on my list, we have the rematch from WrestleMania between Y2J, Chris Jericho, and the man taking European iTunes by storm, Dango. And actually, it's just a regular match. There's no uh, stipulation or anything with it. Which I think, since they, this is a rematch, there should have been some type of stipulation with it. But it's just a regular one-on-one match. They could have had, like, a dance match. <laughs> a dance match. Well, I'm just disappointed with what happened. They must wear tap shoes in their wrestling match. I don't know. I have to totally or agree pl- with Corey. Or play DDR. Never know. A, DD, a Dance Dance Revolution yes. match. That yes. would be pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but what a wasted opportunity on Raw. It was just like, you know, I really was looking forward to see these guys do a dance-off. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we did. I mean, if you want to give Jericho a beatdown, do it after Jericho gets to dance with uh, whatever. The, I forgot the lady's name. Summer Rae? No, that wasn't his partner. Oh, Jericho's partner. Yeah. And Rosavinska. Uh, 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 yeah, some real long Yeah, I Russian can't pronounce name. it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But she was really pretty. Well, I'm a huge Dancing with the Stars fan, so she's... Oh, so you know her. Yeah. Um, all right, so... So, Cameron, who you got, Fandango or Jericho? Oh, he's thinking I'll about this Jericho. one. I'll say I'm giving you time. Kaori, you're going to pick Jericho? I am picking Jericho. All right. Let's see here. Uh, Lions fan says, Chris Jericho, 100%. Fandango is chicken because of what happened with the dance contest. Are you contest. stalling your choice? Make a so, choice. So, uh, I'm going <laughs> to disagree with Lions fan and say that Fandango is going to win this. The same Fandango is going to win twice on Chris Jericho. Yep. All right. I, on the other hand, agree with Kaori. I think Vendayon got his win at uh, Mania. Jericho will get his revenge here at Extreme Rules, and then they'll branch off to do other stuff from there. So I'm taking Jericho. Um, Next, we have, oddly enough, the only Extreme Rules match on Extreme Rules, (laughs) which is the Apex Predator Randy Orton taking on the big show. Now, really, this oh, match man. is a toss-up because I feel like both guys really need a win. Yeah, they both really do. So I've kind of been torn a little bit with this match. But in in the end, I, I'm just really hoping that they do this Randy Orton heel turn soon. And because of that, <laughs> and because of that I'm, I'm going to pick Big Show. Um, and gonna, so he can get angry. I'm going to pick... Uh... Our boy, Randy Orton. I'm going to have to designate this match as a BB. Bathroom break. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be uh, taking my break during this match because I really don't give a damn. So your butthole wins. It, uh, that is oh, too wow. crap. Oh, <laughs> wow. Lord have mercy. So you're saying nobody wins this match. 
<laughs> pick, pick a winner. No, I'm going to pick a winner. I'm going right. to say because uh, we got like five minutes to go I'm through six more Orton, matches. I'm going to say Orton wins, but I, Orton, okay. I mean, with Big Show, it, it, come on, is it gonna, it's not going to be exciting. All right. <laughs> After that, we got honestly the match that I think is is going to be the most entertaining match of the night: Sheamus versus Mark Henry in a strap match where you got to tap all four corners to win. And I like this match because no matter who wins this match, nobody looks weak because you mm-hmm. got to get to the corners, but you're not necessarily pinning or making the guy down to the count of 10 or anything like that. I'm very excited about this so, strap match. So because of that, the last several months, Sheamus has not won on a pay-per-view in months. And that's why I feel that Sheamus is going to win this because at the same time, it does not make Mark Henry look weak for a strap match. I, so I'm picking Sheamus. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, we got Mark Henry in here, so therefore I'm going to designate this as an SB, not Santa Barbara uh, snack break. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Mark Henry wins this one. I also think Mark Henry is going to win this one. I think they're going to make something really big out of him. He might even be the next contender for Cena. Well, he should be. So um, Next, we got, we got for the number one contender for the World Heavyweight title due to Ziggler's injury. They have officially ruled out the ladder match. So now we are going to have an I quit match between Jack Swagger and Alberto Del Rio. And actually, speaking of Del Rio, there, we had a tout. Uh, from at Ray Mist five four three, where he talked a little bit about Del Rio, and he actually had a question for you, Kaori. Uh, so we're gonna get that popped up right here. Booyaka, booyaka, six one nine. <laughs> this question is for Kaori. Ray Mysterio is gonna come and support Alberto Del Rio in his match against Jack Swagger. I hope the Toys oh, R Us security God. cameras <laughs> caught him with that Mysterio I, toy kid's mask on. I think that is excellent that he did that at a toy store. <laughs> that was hilarious. So I do not think Rey Mysterio will I don't come think back. he'll do anything with it either. Yeah. But, uh, Corey, who do you think is going to win this match who and become I, the number one contender? I think Alberto Del Rio. Can I just say that tout was just amazing. Thank you. Simply due to the that fact was a great tout. That the yes. person replied to your tout for Corey. For Corey. Corey's posted like three touts. You and I have combined for like 30, and her three have more views than ours combined. It's it's my dog. My dog's Uh, a show stealer. (laughs) I've been killing myself with tout. I touted like six, seven times trying to get one reply. Corey does one tout. Boom shakalaka. Well, well, I too too am picking Del Rio because it only makes sense if they're building up a match for to have the baby face take on the heel. So I'm picking Del Rio. I am so excited for this I Quit match, as I alluded to before. I'm saying that Alberto Del Rio is going to win this match, and it's going to be wonderful to see Swagger say I quit. All right, so we all picked Del Rio there. How about tag team title match in a tornado match? Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns of the Shield versus Team Hell No. This is when the reign finally ends. Demolition can crack their champagne bottles because they're... History, record-breaking, longest tag team title reign will not fall to Team Hell No. The Shield will be the new champions. Uh, I am with you. I think, again, the Shield's going to strike gold this pay-per-view. Cameron? Boom. Sorry, I got distracted by Iron Sheik. (laughs) I'm going to say that Team Hell No wins this one. Oh, you're picking Hell No for that one. All right. Um, I just called him a skinny gorilla. That's a skinny gorilla. Nice. He called me a skinny gorilla and Mark Henry big gorilla. All right. So, and now we got like our two main event matches: Triple H versus Brock Lesnar in a steel cage, the rubber match, Cameron. And I feel I, I don't I don't see Triple H losing this rubber match. I see them. I see Triple H for some odd reason really winning this match. 
I think it's Brock's. I think Brock's going to dominate it, but I think Triple H is going to win it. I want Brock, and I think it's going to be Brock because I want it so bad. You know what's funny? Brock reminds me of Croc from the Batman animated series back in the day. Ferocious monster against Batman. And that's why I think Brock is going to win this match. And uh, I still don't get why you call it rubber. i got to look that up. But it is a steel cage match. <laughs> it is a steel cage match. And then finally, for the WWE Championship, John Cena defends against Ryback in a last man standing match. And we have one more tout for that on who, th- on who they thought was going to win it. This is from Kiwi Chanella. Yeah, here's one of them. I want John Cena to win the WWE Championship because Cena rolls and not Ryback. That was simple. And she's not even wearing a mask or any crazy face paint. <laughs> so she thinks Cena's going to win. And you know what? When it's all said and done, I think Cena's going to win. And then on Raw the next night, we will find out that Ryback has aligned himself with Paul Heyman to try to come back and then eventually win the title. So I got Cena winning this. Extended prediction, I see. Yes, that's what I do. Yes. You what, know, about you, what about you guys? Cena or Ryback? No. I'm not a fan of both Cena or Ryback. Uh, Ryback, uh, when he was out in that ring, they were chanting Goldberg. Ryback, to me, is a Aluminumberg. That's what I think about Ryback. So, therefore, I say John Cena's going to win this match, and it's going to be spectacular. Corey? Uh, I think that Cena's going to win the match. We all say Cena. Mm-hmm. All right. So, a, a quick recap. It it looks it's almost like it's me against you two. Uh, <laughs> oh, we had disagreements, don't we? Uh, not many. So we all took the <laughs> Mi- we all took the Miz. You two took Ambrose. I took Kofi. Corey, you and I took Jericho. Uh, Cameron took Fandango. I took Big Show. You two took Orton. I took Sheamus. You two took Mark Henry. Huh. Cameron, you took Hell No. We took the Shield. We all took Del Rio. We all took Cena. I took Triple H. The two of you took Brock. He's, we will see. He's copying me. We're going to see who walks away <laughs> with that title next week. It'll be me. But until then, Cameron, how can people reach out to you? Wow, this title looks beautiful. <laughs> when it will be around my waist next week. Mm-mm. We'll see. Folks, you guys can reach me at LA Exposed. No E before the X. I love all of you guys. I know I'm a little controversial, but that's the way it's got to be. Tout us, people. Me after Buzz. I want to hear from you. Yes, tell us, and you can find me at K-A-O-R-I-O-U-S on my Facebook page as well as Twitter. All right, you can follow me at CRosieVOC. Two very quick plugs. May 25th, Mayhem Wrestling Entertainment has a huge show out in Huntington Beach, and all the proceeds for that show are going to the Children's Hospital of Orange County, so it's for a great cause. I'm going to be there. I hope you guys can go go to MWE Wrestling for more details on that. And this Saturday, I'm going to Millennium Pro Wrestling to watch our boy Ryan Katz on Raw try to defend his career against a 300-plus pound Bo Cooper in a career versus career math. Uh, Millennium Pro Wrestling in Simi Valley. Hope to see you guys there. <laughs> I'm rooting on Ryan Katz. So for Cameron and Corey, I'm Christian Rosenberg. We will see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz see you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 